This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Hattie and Tina Shepherd. So today we're back to doing a woman of the Bible that has um, some bad characteristics that we some don't want to be like. Bad characteristics. Okay, she's one of the worst people that we read about. I think I don't all... think that there's a single good quality written about her. There's really not. No. And her name is Athaliah. Athaliah. So she is back in the time of the kings of Israel and of Judah. She's not super well known. She's not. And I had to look up how to pronounce her name to make sure that I was saying it correctly, because there's a couple ways you could say it, but Athaliah is always what I had said, so just to double check. So, Athaliah, uh, her son was Ahaziah, and he was one of the kings, and he um, was a bad king, we are told. He began to reign, and he reigned only one year in Jerusalem. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It does not, if you couldn't hear her whispering. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I'm sorry, guys. A- I'm a whisperer. Ahaziah was a bad king, and it tells us in Second Chronicles 22 and verse 3, He also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother was his counselor to do wickedly. Wherefore he did evil in the sight of the Lord, like the house of Ahab, for they were his counselors after the death of his father to his destruction. So just the idea, I realize we're talking about Athaliah, and here I am talking about her son Ahaziah, but the point is that she was a wicked counselor to her own son as he began to reign as king. So just the idea of influence, right? She had the option She's probably manipulative, too. I would guess so, because if you look at who her influences were, Ahab and Jezebel, they were manipulative. Look at Jezebel. spoken about Jezebel before. We have. She's not great. And how she went through and manipulated to get Naboth's vineyard for Ahab and just all of the things that they um, did, the evil that they um, were guilty of all throughout their lives. So here you see Athaliah kind of following in those same footsteps and instructing her son Ahaziah on how to be wicked. I'm sure um, all of the um, Baal worship or different idol worship, all that kind of stuff. She was then influencing him. And it made me think we, um, I've used this quote quite a bit when I teach the girls at camp or whatever, but you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Choose mm-hmm. carefully. So just Talk that idea. This all the time. You're going to be influenced by the people you hang out with, whether you pick to or not be influenced by them. You can't really decide that. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, we could do our relationship advice right now because... Let's do it. Who are you going to spend the most time with ever? Probably your significant other. Not not even probably. Your significant other. Yeah. That is... Now, there are times when you will spend more time with, you know, a newborn baby or that kind of thing, I, but... I honestly don't think you're going to be influenced by a newborn baby, though. Oh. Uh, for the most part, you're going to influence the newborn. That's true. But anyway, the point being... Because they don't have characteristics. You also don't have much choice in the fact of who your newborn baby is. True. So, your significant other, right? The mate that you choose, they are going to be the biggest influence of your life and the same to you. So, you need to pick someone who makes you a better person and you need to be someone who's going to make them a better person. So encouraging one another. Amen. Pointing them back to God in all things. 
um, keeping that focus because it is sometimes easy to get distracted by, you know, different decisions that we have to make about school or work or, you know, those kinds of things. But to just always remember to continuously point one another back to God and be like, let's let's pray about this. Let's study the Bible. Let's see what, you know, what direction would be the most benefit for God, for shining our light, for bringing others to God. So, so there you go. a good one. Relationship advice already done. That wasn't even the relationship advice we originally planned, guys. Hey, sometimes it just comes up. Yeah. So, um, anyways, is that all? That was point? all of my okay. point. I, I, I mostly I didn't talked about interrupt at all because yeah. that's rude. I feel like I was talking a lot about her son, but I really feel like but it, I feel like that kind of shines through who she was. Well, and it talks there about, you know, his mother was his counselor. Yeah. So, obviously, so. she wasn't a great counselor. It also says that he did evil like his mother. So, it kind of shows who she was as a person. If he was a bad person and she was telling him to do bad, manipulating. Yeah. And also, then he was like, God was like, he was a lot like his mother. They were both awful. Anyways. <laughs> so now we get to the really awful part of her. Yeah. As if this wasn't awful enough, let's go ahead and read Second Chronicles 22, verse 10, which says, But when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed, all the seed royal. I feel like that is odd wording, but it's fine. Royal. The seed royale. I don't know. It just sounds like it needs to be that. Of the house of Judah. Anyways, so basically what happened is Ahaziah, her son, was killed. And so what was Athaliah's decision to remain in power? Kill all of the rest of the kids. She did miss a child, actually. So that was rough. That could be one of our good people that we talk about later on, the one who saved him. But we're not there yet. Right now... She killed all of her kids, anybody in the line of power. And grandchildren. It's like, yeah. Like. So awful. So that she could keep the power she had. Do you think that her son, Ahaziah, was just the easiest to manipulate? And that's why she kept him alive? Yeah, because, like, the part I read, like, his mother was his counselor, so he went to her for... So she basically had all of this power, and so when he died, maybe the next king was actually going to be great. And she knew that. She knew that she wasn't going to be able to manipulate him. Doesn't really matter. That's just speculation. The point being, she murdered her whole family. It doesn't take a lot from this point to see how terrible she was. You know, it doesn't take a whole lot of study. It doesn't take a scholar. It's just generally not a good thing to do, and everybody is aware of that. It's like the Lion King. Nobody's like, oh, but Scar was a great person. No, he wasn't. He killed his brother and tried to kill his nephew, too. It's not ideal. (laughs) Generally, villain stuff right there. Well, and I think if you go back to the motivation for people like that, it's all selfishness. It all goes back to, yeah, selfishness. I have that written down. Not that I've even looked at my notes. Oh, greed and power, right? It's right there. Yeah, <laughs> greed and power and control. Like, that is what motivates all of that. If in any circumstance you're motivated by greed, power, and control, your next actions are not going to be good. There is not a single 
thing you can do motivated by those three things that are going to end up being good things. Yeah, which, you know, it kind of brings us all back to Proverbs 4.23. I knew you were going to say How this How did you first? know I was going to say that Because it's your favorite verse. It is my it Because literally everything flows from your heart. It does. And so if you have a heart that is full of greed and and you know a desire to be controlling the situation and have everyone kind of you at your only, here, here's fingertips. A, here's a spoiler alert. You can only control your reactions to situations. That's I mean, you can control your actions too, but yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Reactions, actions. You can only control you. So only try to control you. You're going to be a lot better off. That's true. And so Proverbs 4.23, for those who don't know it, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So keep there means to guard or like basically build a fortress around. So if you can keep out of your heart those ideas of power and wanting control, all of that kind of thing, then your actions that flow from that are going to be much better off, right? So Mm -hmm. if you let that desire for power and control and all this seep in, then you're going to start seeing actions that flow from that that are not becoming hopefully not you know the murder of your children and grandchildren listen if you ever feel tempted to do that just like i don't call know someone. call yeah call someone call listen, 911 on listen yourself listen to this podcast again yeah listen to this podcast and be like hmm i am in the wrong cuz you are yeah i didn't check <laughs> because myself because you are <laughs> all right so you know she's pretty awful she is that is the one note i wrote on my on my just, notebook for today it's literally just the word awful awful and then there's a verse, Second Chronicles 22, 3 through 4. That's which, what I read about her being the influence over it, her son. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. She stinks. Um, yeah. Don't, don't be, be like her. Don't That's be it. a control freak. Don't be manipulative. And next week we get to go back to someone, you know, good. So, looking forward to that. Again, I still think we get good lessons from both. That is why God gives them to us. Exactly. This one I feel like was fairly straightforward, you know. Do not murder your family. But I feel like maybe the more important one, because obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably not a temptation that you have. But the idea of your influence on other people. It's big. That is bigger than you realize. I mean, and even to the point of, have you ever, this is a question for you, Addie. Oh. Have you ever been around someone that at the end of an hour with them, you walk away feeling like you have a down or discouraged or whatever because everything you say, they're just like, yeah, but, uh, and they just are kind of, they drag the, the you down. in your life. Yeah, they drag you down, right? That's an influence that they have on you. You can't be around those. Be around people that make you happier. But more importantly, going back to the idea of you can only control you, Make sure that you are a person who is influencing others. Be happy. Be positive. And that doesn't mean that we just ignore anything bad. Because there are times to be sad and there are times to, you know, deal with hard things. You have to understand your sadness and then overcome it. Yeah. You You can't live in that dark cloud. Yeah. You have to accept it. You have to be there. You have to feel those feelings. And then you move past it. And that's really you know, what it comes down to. So looking at your own influence on others, that's what you can control. So 
influence people to be better people. That's right. And how do we get those silver linings, those positive things when hard things happen? Practice. Practice and the Bible the and Bible, prayer. Right? Prayer. Prayer. You forgot to agree with that one, so I figured I'd say it again. Yes. Well, you whispered it, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> Not the whisper. Not the whisper. All right. I think we should wrap it up. I think this is really good. Good. All right. Hey, um, I have a question. What's that? Do we say thank you? Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.